My name is Special K. And this is Cosmo. And welcome to the Real Table. table. And we have uh, quite a few uh, good topics for you guys today. Alright, so definitely start. we want to start off with the best one, the one that hit the headlines this week. And uh, that would be none other than Tarantino's cherished script, The Hateful Eight, has been leaked. And it was just announced, I believe, last week that, uh, you know, he had a new script in the works and it was going to be his Western that he had been so proud of. And um, Was this supposed to be the sequel to Django? No, 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 no. There was no sequel. Um, uh, Django Unchained was actually a spaghetti Western. Right. But this one's going to be a straight up, you know, old school Western. And, oh, wow. And, and who better to do it other than Tarantino, to be honest. But, um, you know, the story was that it was leaked. There's no, I mean, they've probably been searching everywhere, but there are no leads yet as to who it was. How does a script leak? Um, he what he did is that he trusted like a you know a very um, like small group of actors to read it and obviously you know his producers and stuff uh, his producers and other people of that matter one of those jokers let it let it go mm-hmm. those bastards and these and Tarantino is very particular about who he works with obviously you know look at the likes that he has worked with in the past obviously Samuel L. Jackson uh, Uma Thurman um, uh, Christoph Waltz has been a big one for the past two. And um, and even what, he's even had De Niro, he's had uh, Steve Buscemi, he's had Tim Roth. Love uh, Steve Buscemi. <laughs> Marcellus, sorry, by Marcellus Wallace, I mean Ving Rhames, <laughs> one of my favorites. Like, I, I quote his lines all the time. And um, so, you know, like, he had like that small group of actors, whoever was gonna be included in that movie, was someone leaked the script. Obviously, wow. it might have been either them or their agents might have. So it wasn't necessarily the actors. Why would you do that? I don't understand. Why Why would you just leak that? It's like, check it out, everybody. It's like, no, dude. This is like, ah, uh, this is... I'm not supposed to share this yet. Like, it's not for the public yet. Exactly. Obviously, you know, with the way the internet is now, anything can... It'll, once you put on the internet, it's going to go viral. People are going to find it. So maybe they were paid by someone no. to do so. I mean, you know, there's always that... Um, Paramount Pictures is like, we need this to... To blow so that we can like not so like I don't know something to do with like deals or something. Oh yeah, you know like, like and fuck that because you know Tarantino has a long-standing relationship with Miramax. That's who his co- company is. You know the Weinstein's they distribute all that. That's you know he's had that relationship, I believe, ever since Pulp Fiction, because Reservoir Dogs was his big indie hit. Mm. That when that when that came out. I'm watching that in my indie class. No way. Yeah. <laughs> towards, towards the end of the semester, Reservoir Dogs is one of our so watchful films. And of course, you've seen it. Mm-hmm. Right. That's Well, because of that one podcast we did, you were like, you haven't seen Reservoir Dogs? Like, what's wrong with you? And it's like, okay, fine. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. Because it, it, it's so good. I mean, if you think about it, it's, you know, it's not like a typical indie in the sense that, oh, look, shaky camera and, um, you know, <laughs> and we're going to do some kind of like crazy drug-filled sequence and stuff like that. Although he has had that in his other films, but no, this was like a film that was great because it was told non-linearly, right? And you know, it wasn't like your run-of-the-mill like crime movie. It was about the aftermath of a crime, of a of a heist, right? And uh, and and like you can just you delve so much into the characters with the flashbacks, especially Tim Roth's character, who AKA Mr. Orange, Agent Orange, sure. Mr. Orange, sorry. <laughs> and then, of course, Mr. Uh, Harvey Keitel, Mr. White. Right. And then, 
who else was it? Oh, Michael Madsen was Mr. Yellow. Sorry, Mr. Blonde. Mr. Blonde? Yeah. Mr. Yeah. Blonde. And then um, Steve Buscemi was Mr. Pink. Mr. Pink. <laughs> oh, God. That was, that's what befuddled me so much was because Steve Buscemi went from being Mr. Pink, a prominent role in that film, to being just a little servant boy in Pulp Fiction for about less than a minute. Oh, wow. Did you see him in... I don't remember that that part. Yeah, well, there were Jackrabbit Slims, that like fifty style restaurant. Yeah, yeah. And he's the one. He was their server. He's like, "Do you want that bloody as hell?" <laughs> and that was him. And also, you may not have noticed this, but uh, Lawrence Bender. You've probably seen him in the credits of a lot of Tarantino's films. He's the producer, like his main producer. He was uh, the the hippie in Pulp Fiction, the one who served a, sold Jack John Travolta the drugs. Right, right. Yeah, that was him. And it's so cool how he puts these people in his <laughs> in his movies. Yeah. Um, and The Office is the same way, actually. The TV show, uh, the NBC TV show. Have you seen The Office before, right? Mm-hmm. Have you ever have you followed it? Enough? I don't watch the entire. You watch watch, the entire I've seen it all. Yeah. I don't. Oh. Ma- I don't remember all of it, but I've oh, seen all of it. Yeah. It's okay. There's only a few of us that can do that. <laughs> yes, I am one of them. But uh, you know Moe's, Dwight's cousin. Right, right. He's one of the actually producers of the show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, oh. Moe's. Yeah, Moe's is hilarious. <laughs> and then Toby, Toby's actually, his, the actor who plays him is one of the writers of the show. Yeah. Toby that, that's and, so funny. And BJ Novak, who plays Ryan, actually. Okay, okay. Who is, yet again, BJ Novak is in one of Tarantino's films. Oh, really? In Glorious Bastards. He's actually... Uh, he's one of the bastards, and he's actually in the very last scene with Brad Pitt, when they're um, cutting the Nazi symbol into Christoph Waltz's head. Okay. Yeah, that BJ Novak's in there. <laughs> I don't remember that. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. But, exactly. But anyway, sorry. Back to the uh, topic at hand. You know, leaking a script. You know, there's people that leak scripts all all the time now because a lot of these movies nowadays are based on books or previous short stories or whatever. But this is an original script by Tarantino. Like, yeah. why would you leak that? This man makes a movie once every three or four years, and they they stand the test of time. Well, didn't he say he wasn't he wasn't gonna do it? Like, because it leaked, he's like, nope, I'm not doing it now. Exactly. Yeah, that's the result of it. He once he heard about that, he agreed that he was gonna put it in print and like novel form, or I I believe there's no specifics on it yet, but he put it on the shelf. There was no, yeah. There's gonna be no movie because he was gonna shoot it this winter too, and he's like, "Fuck all y'all." Exactly, and <laughs> just a little shout out to everyone out there. You don't fuck with Tarantino. He'll he, he's gonna come back. He's gonna make a better movie. <laughs> I promise you that. He will. All right, and then you know, as we segue from that, um, we definitely wanted to bring up. This long test of battle that Andy and I were discussing a little bit earlier, um, the Iron Man debate. Iron Man. <laughs> and, and, you know, we use that as a collective term for all films of, that follow this kind of formula in the sense that, okay, Iron Man 3, that's the last of the series. All right? Right. And I really hope it's the last of the series, <laughs> first of all, because first, I mean, there's many reasons, as I, I read up on it a while ago, but... Um, you know, Andy, my question to you is, <laughs> what, what, when it comes, sorry, you know, like, forget that. We'll actually do a little backstory. So Iron Man 3. All right, the first one was great. The second one was Remind great. Remind me of the, let's do a synopsis roundup. Yeah, quick. Uh, yeah, the first one, uh, Tony Stark is, uh, you know, this rich billionaire who's the son of this um, 
guy who created this weapons industry. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he ends up in the desert. Desert. And, and he builds a, a suit a out of random scrap metal. Right, right, right. And he gets that thing shoved into his <laughs> chest. Yeah. And uh, which was... Doesn't he need it to stay alive or something? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Well, because, yeah, that's a... Uh, it was like if it stopped, he, all that lead would go into his heart. Right, right, right. I believe. And then it turns out there was an enemy within his father's organization who was Jeff Bridges. Right. Or the actor played Jeff... I don't know what the guy's name in it was. But... Uh, I thought it was... Was that part one? Oh, yeah, because at the end he, has, he makes that big suit. Whatever. Yeah, the giant, like, like, electro suit kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... There's that. And then the second one was with um, uh, Don Cheadle was in it. Right. He, he's his friend. No, who's the the bad guy? Is, uh, oh, Mickey Rourke. Uh, Mickey Rourke, yeah. Yes. Uh, and that one was actually really good. Yeah. And at the end... Whiplash. Oh, the yes. whips. Yes. And at the end, he professed that, uh, uh, that he was Tony Stark. Or that Tony Stark was Iron Man. Right. That, that was the end of the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, oh, oh yeah, that's right, because they were in Central Park with all the other robots, all the other, um, I mean, and they weren't the Iron Man clones. No, they were, um, what were they? they? They were different drones that Mickey Rourke had built. Right, right. Yeah, and then the third. Because got contracted or something. Yeah. For the, the oh, yeah, that, yeah that, that little, like, the little, I hate to say geeky guy, but, like, the guy <laughs> who was just, like, like the evil guy. So yeah, yeah, guy. yeah. Um, you know, and then the third one was when they went to, um, what, what was it? No, it was the the, the Mandarin. Third? The Mandarin. That was the guy's name, right? Um, the, yeah, the Mandarin. He yeah. was the, he was the face of the whole. Right, right. The whole evil. But it turns out it was some, you know, nemesis that Tony Stark had when he was in his younger years, his yeah. Playboy years. And so, um, you know, of course, in this one, it was a, it went a lot more like psychological, in the sense that you know he can't sleep and like and like you know what is the actual mind behind this costume or sorry the superhero. Right, and uh, which I, I like that take on it because it wasn't you know your like your Thor. Well, he's humanized a lot more, I think. I think he's humanized in that version of the Iron Man series and all the other versions. Mm-hmm. Like, because he's normally like his Playboy, he's this guy, he does this, he does this, this. But he actually does like a lot of actually he does a lot of non uh, like the gender stereotype. Like he gets away from the gender stereotype, which is really interesting. And what a just like for the audience, can you elaborate on the gender stereotype? So, like, you know, like, men, like, hide their feelings and, like, don't talk about how they feel and, like, are emotionless and, like, only express anger and, like, that kind of stuff. As in Batman. What do you mean? Well, you could say that Batman does that. Oh, yeah, he totally represents that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Exactly. And, uh, but, But, you know, it it comes in the second one, I believe, of, you know, referring to Batman, of the Nolan series, the Nolan trilogy, since those are so close in time. Um... In the second one, when Rachel dies. Who's Rachel? Rachel. Uh, well, Maggie Gyllenhaal plays her. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because of the Joker. She dies in that big fire. Right, right. And Because um, he, he makes the choice to save the city, which is which is supposed to be Harvey Dent. Exactly, because you know he's the only one that can um, save the city in the true justice way. Right. And, uh, you know, and it turns out that Rachel dies. Right. And, um, you know, I think that's when you definitely get a humanized version of Batman because, you know, he starts to have feelings. Right. And, you know, he wants to care for the city as a whole because that city will just fall. Right. If, well, he makes it, yeah, that's when he makes a decision where he's just like, all right, I'm peacing out. He's like, they can, you know, like, when he has, like, the dogs chasing him, whatever, like, he becomes a symbol at that point. A symbol of what? 
a symbol of, uh... <laughs> like, not necessarily, uh... I don't know, I remember reading a paper on it, or not a paper, but there's an article where he's like, where Batman represents, like, republicanism and, like, George Bush, um... So it's kind of like, like his time was done. Right. Well, it's like they can't hate the... I think it's the city. or not. They can, they can hate him, right? And that's okay to hate him. Because, because people need a face to blame. Right. So it's better to blame him than it is to blame Harvey Dent because Harvey Dent was the one who had turned evil or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, you know, he couldn't have that. He couldn't have, like, a symbol of justice, you know, like from the very beginning. Because he didn't want people to have, he didn't have people, want people to lose faith in their justice system. Right, right, right. Because at that point, what else do you have to fight the criminals and the scum of Gotham City? Terrorism. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And so, you know, we can kind of like compare that. Like, you know, okay, yeah, so they were both humanized. They, they share those similar interests. Right. Or the, sim- the similarities. But, um, you know, when it comes to like, say, these superhero movies, um, like, you know, I think... Directors and producers and studios, they need to find a line to draw. You know, obviously right now, say, with Iron Man 3, it stopped. Because John Favreau, who is the director... I love him, by the way. Or John Favreau, however you pronounce yeah, yeah. his name. I love him, by the way. Love him in Swingers. He's a great actor as well. That was a long time ago, though. <sighs> Such a good movie. That's so money! That's from Vince Vaughn. That's so, that's so money! Um, but, you know, he's the producer and um, financer and the director of the movie right and but you know and he's drawn it at three like he's done he didn't he was tough for him to do a third one too but he definitely you know three was it and uh, because robert Downey jr is too expensive <laughs> as, a, as an actor i mean he he's a great actor he's an asshole but he's a great actor yeah but he's a nice asshole i think you know he's not like your um i don't know think of a um, asshole in hollywood um Ego, ego, maniacal, like only cares about themselves, like does whatever they want, kind of thing. Like Justin Bieber. <laughs> exactly. See, yeah. See, you know, he's not. He's not Who was recently arrested for drag racing and oh, God. a DUI? Yes. <laughs> yes. And he was with a former. Or he's with actually with an Eagles former girlfriend. <laughs> And yeah, I mean, we can definitely go into that. I love how the internet is just like obsessed with that shit. It's like, come on, man. Did you, did you see that meme of uh, what Bieber's. Bieber to Miley? Yeah, Bieber yeah, yeah. before makeup and Bieber <laughs> after makeup. Which is pretty much true, I'm sure. It's, it's such a waste of time. Oh my god. I know. So, anyways, just, we, we digress. Um, you just know, like Die Hard 3, man. Oh, or Die Hard 5, sorry. Die waste of time. time. Absolute waste of time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, will, we will get to that after, <laughs> after our, our small commercial break coming up soon. Um, but quickly, let's let's round this out. So, you know, with these movies, Iron Man 3, that was it. You know, it's cutting. There's obviously many other reasons, but as a, from a story standpoint, that's it. You don't need any more after right. that. Well, he, he, doesn't have, he, just, he doesn't need the hard thing anymore. Mm-hmm. At that point, he's done. Exactly. Complain. And then he becomes the normal Iron Man, because I don't remember Iron Man having the need to stay alive with this machine thing. Mm-hmm. But, 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 but I, I like the twist though, because you know you, you like. Well, it yeah. gives us this version of Iron Man. Exactly, and I thought John Favreau did a great job with that. Yeah, and and with Christopher Nolan, the end of Batman. Uh, Batman Three was so bad. It wasn't horrible. It was bad. It was not horrible. I mean, I mean, if you're comparing it to the other two then, yeah, it might be bad compared to those two. But when you compare it as a whole to other films, I mean, Nolan did Nolan. He did what he did. Like, 
you know, he did he does these epic movies now because he's he has that status. Yeah. But um, you know, it was the end of it obviously was a little bit okay, we need a way to wrap this up so we don't have to make another one. Yeah, I guess. And, you know, obviously you know you had Joseph Gordon Levitt showing up as Robin, which was was pretty predictable. And then you had Robin or the new Batman? Ooh. I don't know. Because because Batman was done, he's hanging out in France. He's done. Oh yeah, I guess, apparently so. <laughs> obviously, he looked like he was dead. And then you know you have Al over there in France. Yeah. And uh, you see, oh, there's Anne Hathaway, Catwoman, and which I again, if they make another spinoff off that, I'm going to shoot someone. Because <laughs> I just feel like 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 you have this like main villain, right? You have Bane, who is amazing. Like his voice is okay. amazing. And you're like, you have this whole situation with the, like, everything's going on in Gotham and all this, like, shit and all this, like, history. And then Catwoman just shoots him. And that's it. <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck? Like, you've had this entire, like, epic story, like, traversing, and then you just, like, you just shoot him? You're like, what? Like, <laughs> what? And, then, like, and like, the villain it. wasn't the villain either? You're just like, ah. Yeah, it was, um, um, Marion Cotillard, that's who it was. Yeah. The actress that played her. And it was like, she was the girl that that was climbing up the well the whole time, not Bane. And, you know, Bane, who was kicking Batman's ass the whole time, is now like, oh, just shoot him once and he's dead. Or he's incapacitated. Or you have, I don't know, you just have this veneer of who the villain is, and then it's just like, it's just so anticlimactic. It's just like, okay, we're done. It's just like, like, what? Like, I've just wasted three hours watching this, and like, uh, I don't know, I just just hated the ending. It was so bad. Not to mention, like, Bane's character is supposed to be, like, a Latino wrestler from the comics, and he's just some guy that they made up. It's just like, come on. Way to way to way to give the the light to the, to the white guy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So with that being said, I mean, I think you probably could have cut that movie way short instead of making it the whole like two and a half hour kind of spectacle. Right. Because in my mind, The Dark Knight it's memorable. So is Batman Begins. But oh, yeah, The Dark Knight Rises. Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, The Dark Knight Rises. It's forgettable. I don't remember yeah. a lot of what happens in it. I mean, I can remember bits and pieces, but the second one was so good. Man. It was because so good. That's oh no one, no one at his prime, and Batman oh Begins. God. Like you start up a, another franchise that is just great. Was, yeah, the first one was great. The second one was amazing, and the it, third one was just like what? And I think that's where you encounter a lot of problems: is how to close out a series. You can definitely see a lot of failure. I mean, Iron Man did a great job closing it out. Like they're done. You know, like that that whole series is the personality of Iron Man. You do not need to go anymore. Think of other ones that even non superhero movies. The Hangover. Why was there even a second? Why was there even a second one? First of all, um, <laughs> I don't know. Transformers. Why was there ever? A, why was there ever a movie? <laughs> why was there ever a last half of the first one? Um, you know, and and these other superhero movies that are out like Thor. And I mean, Thor is great. It I was. Like I, mean, I never saw the second one though. I don't think I've seen the second one either. Yeah, and there's coming up with the second. Did I see the second one? What was the second one? Uh, Didn't it just come out? I haven't seen the one. It did it came out in November? Yeah, 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 I didn't see that one. And then um, the whole, the Hulk came out a while ago. I hope. Um, but that, that was like they did one like back in 2003. Right. And they did this other one which came out like in 2008. Ed Norton. Ed Norton. That one was actually pretty good. Yeah, I like that one. 
Um, don't, but I doubt they're going to go any further with that. Yeah, but, I read that Ed Norton actually wrote some extra parts, extra scenes that they didn't put in the film, which were like really great. Interesting. And it, was, it was akin to uh, the Frank, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, actually. Interesting. It was like a shot where, uh, like in the ending, where he's like on the glacier, it was like 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 desolate, just like you know, almost like a desert, um, like very existential like uh, relationship kind of thing. And that was what he wrote in, in as the Hulk is like he's like out like Antarctica or something, just like roaming. And like wow. but they didn't put that in, they cut it. What? Yeah. That'd been good. <laughs> yeah. That would. I mean, you're, you're tying it to a, like a famous literary figure. That would have been. Yeah. That would have been pretty awesome. Yeah. And so and also with uh, Captain America, they have a second one coming out, which should have been out this past winter, but I guess they're. Captain America, so bad. You didn't like the first one? <laughs> oh my god, so awful. <laughs> You hate oh, 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 and apparently our intern hated it too. She booms, she booms, like shaking her head. No. <laughs> yeah, no way, no way. That kind of movie was awful. Wait, so was it the story or was it Chris Evans? Uh, it was everything. Everything about the whole thing was just god awful. <laughs> you, you, you seem very disturbed by that. It. That was the other film that I can remember that was like so bad. It was really? So bad. Oh god. Uh, I need to. Uh, I can't. I can't even remember how horrible it was right now, which is I'm actually kind of thankful for. <laughs> oh god. Okay. Well, I can't wait till we get into that. But uh, so yeah. Here again. Let's sum this up real quick before we go to commercial break. Um, you know, like, with these movies, like you know, we can definitely delve into a lot of other series, but. There are a lot of movies that you you need like there are certain trilogies that are okay. Obviously, you know Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Yeah. The original Star Wars. Oh yeah. And you know, or even the most recent one, if someone else wrote it, and we do Hayden Christensen was not Anakin Skywalker, it would have been okay. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. Kid actors today, like in Iron Man three, the kid actor in that movie was so bad. It's mm-hmm. like, what is going on? Like who cast this kid? Who cast this kid? Like, uh, like, there are better kids out there. There, there oh are. Oh my god, there's so much better kids. The like, kids actually did a. I was. I did a. I was on. I was on a grip for a set, and the kid actor was actually really. What, really what was his name? Uh, I know the, the character. I don't know his actual name. Actually, no. His actual name was Anthony, and the character's name was Anthony. Oh, okay. It was because well, there's another kid actor that I worked with, on the set, a student film recently, and it was his name was Kieran. Okay. And but he, I actually worked with his father on a feature in Jersey, which I didn't know that till I saw his son on the student film I was working with more recently, and his dad showed up, and I'm like, hey, <laughs> I haven't seen you in a while. <laughs> oh, okay. But apparently his yeah. son gets a lot of like acting jobs around the city, cool. of Philadelphia. But those those kid actors, man, like that. The one I worked with, like I remember watching the scene where he's supposed to like give his mom like a dirty look. And like he just like looks at her and you're just like, holy shit. Like all he did was look at it and you're like, wow, this kid's gonna like it's got the moves. Oh hell yeah. Like these kids are so natural. It's like yeah. you just think, oh my god, like it's not necessarily that they were like, Oh, I think I hate like disliking my mom right now, but it's like they're just these kids yeah. are being so professional. Yeah, so like give 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 the give your mom and give the look give the look to the actor. He's just like you're just like, whoa. <laughs> it's oh. like he wants to like kill her right now. <laughs> it's like holy shit. God. I can only imagine. And so, yeah, so but then you have those kids in like Iron Man three, and it's like, burr, burr, burr. like Anakin Skywalker. Oh my god, <sighs> casting fails. It's probably some like some producer's kid or something. I'm like, put my kid in the movie, and they're like, ugh. Oh, they're probably like trying to like not kill themselves. <laughs> oh, I bet. Are you talking about the Phantom Menace? <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, that kid was so bad. <laughs> oh. But uh, yeah, so I think we can easily sum up that, you know, only there's no reason to go past a trilogy. I, and we're not even going to factor in the Fast and the Furious saga. Um, I mean, it's. I think those movies work better as standalone <laughs> movies. I mean, because, you know, like some of those, I, those movies are entertaining. Yeah. There's a continuing storyline. I mean, now the storyline's kind of ceased with Paul Walker's uh, death. But uh, yeah. it's, you know, those are entertaining, but, you know, those kind of every once in a blue moon, just like the Naked Gun series. Or no, sorry, Police Academy. Yeah, it's not Police Academy. I didn't either. You know, I don't feel bad because I'm really young. For, I mean, I think I feel like a lot of time they're just trying to make money off of the sequels. It's like, mm-hmm. Let's make two. Let's make three. Let's make four. Let's make five. It's like you're just making money at this point. Like, exactly. Like you know, with Harry Potter, you you had to. Like that was a seven or a seven, right? Yeah, a seven series. Yeah. Um, and they broke up journey. the last one into two movies. Mm-hmm. And I mean, thing is, with the last, from the Order of the Phoenix till the end, I those are forgettable for me movies i never read the books past three okay i don't know how you did i read them all um i don't remember the movies as much like i remember number one to number four and obviously the end of number seven but i remember the books way more than i remember the movies that's good i mean it's a lot more i think it's a lot more vivid in that way because yeah and i had a totally different representation of some characters because actually, I actually based my representation of the characters in my head off of the drawings mm-hmm. of the of the books, so like there's little like cartoon drawings, and that's what I I based my imagination off of. And then seeing the movies, it's like well, I didn't, that's not what the character looks like. It's like, yeah. Oh, I know, I'm the, I'm the same way. Like, I I still keep what's in my mind. Like I don't. Oh, I mean, you know, I don't keep Daniel Radcliffe or um, Rupert Grant or Emma Watson in my head. When I see them, yeah, I just I think of these these people, or even I don't think of Alan Rickman in there. I think of someone else. Alan Rickman is great, though. I love Alan He's so great. He is. Um, all right. On that note, we have come to the conclusion that just do not go past three movies unless you are even <laughs> okay with it. Just but. make sure you're going for a second or a third at this point. <laughs> exactly. And, and if you think about doing a sequel, then you know you're wrong. Because <laughs> unless it's necessary, as long as it's not per profit, per, 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 per profit yes. as in like the Harry Potter series, like that's like an actual story that continues through certain or Lord of the Rings, which that's going to continues through like multiple books or whatever, like, and Star Wars and Star Wars, yeah. But yeah, everything else you don't need. You don't need sequels. Like, yeah, it's it's like what are you doing? No, what are you doing? Exactly, <laughs> it's, it's pointless. But yeah, all right. So we're gonna go on a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to the real, real table. table. <laughs> this is Special K. Cosmo. All right. And we are inviting you guys to our first ever session of the Real, real table, table Random Read. All right. So how this works is we have just been handed a special script by our Shaboom Shaboom intern. Shaboom Shaboom. Shaboom Shaboom. All right. And the way this works out is it's a short script. And here are the rules. 
Number one, we have never read it before. We've never seen it, never laid eyes on it, and we have no idea what the plot or any of it is. No idea. We can assure you that. All right. And then rule number two. We are the actors. Me and you. Special K and Cosmo. We are. We are the sole talent. Um, we don't get paid for this in any sort of fashion. <laughs> so we are doing this out of the pure love of, of performance. Sure. Hopefully and, to make you laugh. <laughs> yes. And uh, our third rule, or our third, uh, I guess, re regulation rule, whatever you want to call it, is at the end we will give a small critique about it. Yes. And not necessarily our performance, although that will definitely come into question, but more so our uh, our take on it. Cool. So, um, so first off, the title of the script is titled "Skinny Cap to Go" by Richard James. The characters are barista and customer. I, Special K, will be playing the barista because I am a former barista <laughs> from a from a uh, established coffee giant in America. Coffee conglomerate. Coffee conglomerate from... World coffee yes. conglomerate. Yes. <laughs> Continental coffee conglomerate, if you will. We'll keep on the alliteration pattern. All right. And then Andy, a.k.a. Cosmo. 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 Will be playing a customer. 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 Cosmo. Colazzo. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. A, uh, a barista and customer meet at the counter. The barista wears a t-shirt and apron. The, the uniform of countless coffee... The uniform of countless coffee shops and carries a notepad and pen. All right. Um, anytime Cosmo speaks, he will be the customer, and anytime I, Special K, will speak, will be the barista. Ready? Cosmo, fade in. Let's do it. A cup of coffee and a ham sandwich, please. Cap? Pardon? Cappuccino? Latte? Mocha? Oh. What's a latte? Like a, it's like a cappuccino, only milky. What's a mocha? Like it's like a latte, only with chocolate. Chocolate? Yeah, whipped cream, optional. Oh, cappuccino, please. Tall. I beg your pardon. You want it tall? Tallish. We got short, tall, grande, and venti. What? Grande and venti. You want a venti? I just want a mug of coffee. We don't do mugs. I'll give you a tall. Fine. Regular or decaf? Uh, regular, please. Skinny. What? Skinny. Half fat or full. You know, milk. Ah, uh, right. Skinny, please. So you want a regular tall skinny cap? Okay. Right. Hmm. One shot? Shot? What shot? One shot or two shot? Of what? Oh Coffee. What would you normally have? In a regular tall skinny cap? Yeah. Two? I'll have two then, please. Unless it's fair trade, then it's stronger. <laughs> I won't have fair trade. No fair trade. Organic? No. Blended? No. Five bean? No. Roast bean? No. Baked bean? <laughs> now you're joking. <sighs> yep. Whipped cream? No whipped cream. Chocolate sprinkles? No chocolate sprinkles. 
Syrup? Why would I want syrup? Three pumps in a tall, four in a grande, five in a venti. Well, I'm having a tall cappuccino, but... So you want three pumps, vanilla, cinnamon, or gingerbread? Gingerbread. Look, I just want a cup of coffee to take away with a ham sandwich. Oh, Please. so so this is to go, is it? <laughs> what? You want to take away? Yes. Is that all right? You're not drinking in, then. No. Only we charge double for syrup if you're drinking in. Well, I don't want any syrup, so that's all right, isn't it? So you want a regular tall skinny cap, two shots, no pumps, no whipped cream, no chocolate sprinkles to take away. That's it. And a ham sandwich. And bread? Yes, of course, and bread. Bap, croissant, panini, or ciabatta? A sandwich. A ham sandwich. Just a ham sandwich. Okay. Brown or white? Uh, brown. Granary, wholemeal, multigrain, or rye? Just brown! Bloody brown! <laughs> Sorry, just whole meal would be fine. One ham sandwich, whole meal. That's it, yes. Fine. Butter? Margarine. Low fat? Yes, please. Sunflower, olive, or soya? Sunflower. Saturated? Mm. Unsaturated? Polyunsaturated? Yes, that's the one. Oak smoked? What? The ham! You want oak smoked ham? No, thank you. Honey glaze? Nope. Organic? Nope. Farm reared? Mm, fine. Outdoor reared? Whatever. Hand reared? Hand reared? Does it matter? It matters to the pig. This is ridiculous. I'm just doing my job, man. So to recap, alright. So, you want a regular, tall, skinny cap, two shots, no pumps, no whipped cream, no chocolate sprinkles, one hand-reared ham, one heared plain ham sandwich on a whole meal to go? Yes! That's it! Mayo? Mayo. You want mayonnaise? No thanks. No pickle? No thanks. No cheese? No thank you. So, hold the cheese and mayo and heavy on the ham. If you say so. Side salad? No. Salad on the side? No! Salad on top? No, no salad. Look, this is just stupid. I've been I've been stood here for 10 minutes talking to you, and I'm no near to getting my food. There's no need to raise your voice. There is every need to raise my voice. In fact, I wish to take this further. Further? Yes, I'd like to make a complaint. Who do I talk to to make a complaint? A complaint? Yes, a complaint. Can I talk to the manager? The manager? Yes, the manager. Deputy manager? No, the manager. Under manager? No! Deputy under manager? What? Line manager, area manager, payroll manager, staff manager? Look. Senior Look, manager, junior manager, development manager? Just stop it! Sorry. If you give me what I want, namely one cup of coffee and one ham sandwich, nothing fancy, nothing added, right now, this instant, I shall calmly walk away and I'll let the matter rest. No complaint, no fuss, no bother. Hmm? I can't do that, I'm afraid. What? Can't be done. What do you mean, can't be done? You know what I want. Um, we're closed. What? You can't be closed, you were open a moment ago. You took too long. You should've come prepared. Have a nice day. 
fade out. Um, all right. So, so thank you, intern, for killing trees and giving us that script. Um, all right. So part of our critique for uh, the real table random read. Um, Andy, on a scale of one to terrorism, how bad was that? <laughs> one to terrorism. Did you have like some terrible flashbacks there? Is that what's going on? Uh, I don't really have any flashbacks. It was more so of, uh, you know, I commend them for writing four to five pieces of paper of dialogue. <laughs> you know, that, dialogue. I, I think it's this this skinny cap to go by Richard James. He was probably a former barista, <laughs> or he wasn't. I can't tell, but um, it was okay. Like there was, I mean, you could definitely feel the tension in it. You, you could feel like that there was. You know, leading up to something, yeah. like some final decision that had to be made. Because it keeps going on and on and on. You're just like, what? Like, come on, come on. And it's like, oh, we're closed. Bye. Exactly. And I didn't feel like it was paced very well in that sense. It was just kind of, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. It's over. But, uh... That's true. You know, I, it, it wasn't horrible. It wasn't great. It wasn't good. It wasn't even okay. It was... It was a barista and the customer. It was, ad- <laughs> it was ad- exactly. It was a general exchange between a barista and customer. Um, you know, and these are the chances we take when we uh, read scripts on this show. I didn't realize there's so many options. Holy shit! Mm-hmm. Especially with the skinny and the cap and the oh. shots and the what? I didn't even know any of this stuff I, existed. Mm, I could go on and on. Trust me. <laughs> I think that's part of the script. You could just go, keep gets, going and going and going and going. It gets ridiculous. It. I that is insane. Promise you that. I mean, I guess that's what's kind of cool about it is that like it hit, hits that point where like we can we could go on and on and on with all this shit we made up. You know. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I just wanted a cup of coffee and a ham sandwich. Like, come on. Exactly. I mean, it, it's a little nostalgic to uh, think back if you ever worked in fast food or something. And it's like you just have always deal with those difficult people. And right. it just goes to show how much more uh, high-maintenance people are when it comes to their coffee. But it wasn't the person. The person was just like, I just want a coffee and a ham sandwich, man. Mm-hmm. And, but it's the barista who's trained to ask these people who've dealt with, obviously, the crazies. Yeah, yeah, So, yeah. so you know, they're trained that so way. So you, you're trained to have those options for those kinds of people that want to come in and be like, well, I want, like, a skinny two-shot blah, 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 blah. Exactly. As a barista, this would appeal wow. to me, this would appeal to me as a former barista because I understand the etiquette and, um, and that whole process of taking customers' orders. But if, say, you know, someone's reading this who's not a barista and if you're just, like, a filming a short of just two people, you know, it, it would be okay. Like, you would definitely have to, you know, compo- um, compose the shots to make it appear interesting. Yeah. And especially in post to when you uh, when you finally build your timeline and everything, build your project, it has to actually be, like, appealing and entertaining. It can't just be two people talking back and forth. Or right, right. You have to have some kind of alternate cutaway shot that would just build up the tension, I feel like. Yeah, it's extremely, I mean, it's all like, it's very dialogue heavy. Mm-hmm. And it's not like dialogue heavy like a Tarantino film where it's like the dialogue is actually going somewhere. Right. This is just... Like, okay, bye. Like, you know, what? maybe in this situation, maybe one of them's holding a gun or something. Maybe the customer's about to hold up the shop <laughs> or something. I mean, something that'll put some like conflict. choose violence? Come on, man. Special K. Maybe there's a love interest in the background. <laughs> Maybe. And the barista's like, I just want to kiss my woman and I don't want to give you coffee. <laughs> and of course, uh, this is Andy's life I'm doing to work in a coffee shop, by Make the way. Make love, not war. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. <laughs> so so that, that's our take on Skinny Cap to Go for this evening. 
And uh, before we head out tonight, we have, uh, you know, to touch on a few things, uh, recap. First of all, don't ever leak someone's script. <laughs> yeah, it, it's just you're guaranteed a ticket to hell. I feel like. So don't be an asshole. Like, exactly. come on. I mean, it's like the number one rule for life. That's how you get into heaven or whatever higher place of whatever you yeah. want satisfaction after you die. Don't be an asshole. I mean, I've like I've done several video game tests where I've been a video game tester, beta tester, and like you have to sign NDAs, like non-disclosure agreements. Agreement. Yeah. Like you can't say anything. If you say anything, they can take legal action against you. You know, mm -hmm. it's like so to do something like this with someone's like work with they bust of their ass on. It's like fuck you. You know, like basically, this is a man who has won two Oscars for screenplays. You do not fuck with his work. Like he he's made Pulp Fiction, which is regarded as one of the best films of all time, and you know he's one of the only few people who has made a sequel that was necessary. Yeah. Well, I think it, I don't think it matters who who the person is. Like it matters like. The etiquette of the situation, you know. I would agree. So, do you believe the etiquette comes before the person who is attached to? It? Because, you know, say if this happened to Michael Bay, I don't think people would really cared that much. Yeah, but it's still you're still leaking his script. You know, it's still his work. It's still something he's worked on. You know. Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, which is true. You know, I can I can respect that. You know, obviously coming from like filmmakers, anytime you work on something, you obviously spent hours and hours, days working on it. Um, in like one concentrated period of time and Tarantino probably spent a few years working on this yeah I mean it's just like something you're doing for people you know like you're doing this for everyone you're, you're making something to show to everybody and then you're just gonna like it's like like hey everyone look at this person's making it's like no like it wasn't time to show that yet you know Exactly, and I think people are just want the instant gratification more than anything. Yeah, I mean, this is for you. Like, why would you do that? Like, it's, it's like the kid opening the Christmas presents before it's like time for Christmas. Because like... you, you know why? That kid's an asshole. That's why. <laughs> That's why. And then, and going from that, you know, we touched on the the trilogy question: should there or should there not be trilogies? In that sense, and I think we came to the conclusion that if it's own, like, do we even come to a conclusion? It has to be appropriate to the story. Exactly. You can't just do it just to, you know, if a story is told within one sitting, fine. Like, I looked up online the other day, and they're trying, they already said this movie Ride Along that just recently came out. You know, it's a comedy between Kevin Hart and Ice Cube. It's simple, told, you know, not going to go anywhere, but it's entertaining. It's going to make money. But it, they already have a second one scheduled to be produced. And I'm like, this is the most, this is the stupidest <laughs> thing. There's no story after this. Yeah. Whereas in, say, Batman or Iron Man... Or you Harry have, Potter. Harry Potter, of course. Lord of the Rings. The Hobbit. They can all stand alone, I feel like. Mm -hmm. Like, they're on their own, they're on their own story, they're on the, their own adventure kind of thing. Exactly. And, you know, you can think of plenty of people, uh, even actors, who won't, who you, don't, who you don't see, like, acting in a lot of, you know, trilogies or whatever. Like, Ryan Gosling? Have you ever seen him in a sequel? And you probably won't. I mean, well, I mean, he, he's a huge indie actor. And Joseph Gordon-Levitt, ever seen him in a sequel? I mean, I mean, you know, I'm touching on like more indie actors right now that are. I mean, yes, they're well known, but these guys stick strictly more to indie films. And yeah, some mainstream ones, but they'll never touch a. They'll never touch a sequel. Yeah. They just. They just won't. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So just don't. Uh, even if you're a filmmaker wanting to write, um, like. You know, like your own version of Top Gun, if you will. If you want to make it like a Top Gun sequel, don't. Because <laughs> you can't. But, um... Highway to the 
Danger zone. Danger zone. <laughs> exactly. And on that note, all right, we're, we're going to leave you guys tonight. Thank you for joining us. And uh, we hope you look forward to more real table random reads. Woo-hoo. All right. Um, I'm Special K. And this is Cosmo. And you've just listened to the real, real table. table.